0: Welcome to gin and topics tasting room i'm swapping on for emma our resident gin expert the little monkey and she's going to tell us about the gin that we drank this week what we should have tasted and what we could do with the rest of the bottle so pour a glass and join us in a little gin tasting We are leaving the city behind. We're off on another adventure. And I said that I'd take you off to the wilds. You did? We're going to Brecon.
1: Oh, lovely. Wales. Yeah,
0: we are. We're off to Wales, Brecon Beacons, and we are drinking the Brecon Botanicals gin. Lovely stuff. And this is the, was it Penderin Distillery? Is that how you say it? Yes pandaren i don't know but they're they're not even going to attempt an accent they're known for their whiskey
1: i don't know how much oh so i don't know how much of the gin happens at the distillery um so i first came across this brand in about 2010 2011 but you couldn't really get it over here because it was made for the spanish export market so oh. we managed to get our hands on a bottle at a little place in Soho called Graphic. Uh it had the biggest gin collection nice. in I think pretty much the world at that point. Um and we had a try and it was delicious. Um yeah. but yeah, I was sure I not I'm not sure how much of it they make there or whether they get it made somewhere else and then they blend it with that beautiful um water from the Brecon Beacons after. Also, Ooh. they may have changed Ooh. in the, you know, what 13 14 years in that since. little bit of
0: time <laughs> in that little bit of time yeah it just
1: shows you how long i've been drinking gin for really doesn't
0: it yeah not constantly not just a constant drip feed of gin for the whole of that time no pretty much though i suppose um so yeah it doesn't doesn't say anything on the bottle either yeah. um i mean regardless but you know that doesn't matter no. that doesn't matter what really matters is what it tastes like. So I'm going to pour some into my glass. I'm going to have a smell first. Ooh, got big... Stuffed my nose in. Big juniper.
1: Delicious, hello. Mmm. Lots of citrus as well. I remember loving this when I first tried it and... Oh, it
0: smells so good.
1: It is my kind of gin.
0: Big, it big... It does smell like a proper, proper, proper gin.
1: Big, big juniper, citrus support. Smells quite crisp. Do
0: you have a taste? It does.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that is freaking delicious. 43%. That is just
0: a really dry yep. ginny gin.
1: Lots of pine from the juniper on there as well. So it's got a bit of dryness from that pine, lemon, orange. I think it's got bergamot in it as well. It's exotic mm. in terms of citrus as mm. far as they go we got some spices on the finish as well definitely cloves or something or
0: mm. cinnamon i just had my nose in when you said that and it absolutely took me to <laughs> to sort of cloves and christmas
1: i was going to say remember those um you used to make them at school you get the big Pomandos. oranges
0: and stuff yeah. them with the cloves <laughs> <laughs> we do it every year i love it that's like the mark of christmas when you stuff a pomander <laughs> It, it's not overall. But it does have that, but not overpowering. No. It doesn't have... But it was only because you said it, so it was an association <laughs> of the smell as soon as you said it. Yeah. But it isn't overpowering. It's just sort of a little bit there. But I can, it just gives that a little bit of warming, doesn't it? Yeah, it's lovely.
1: Really, really nice. I like it a lot. But, yeah, overall, it's just juniper citrus. You have to go looking for the under underlying spice, I guess. On the finish, it comes through a bit more. Mm. Um, Try a little bit of tonic, add some bubbles. Mm-hmm. See what
0: the carbonation does to the... Oh, open a new so bottle. It's a good In sound. It goes. Bubbly bubbly.
1: Brings the spices out a bit more on the finish. Citrus to begin with, but then uh, that kind of warming, kind of
0: oriental spice. Yeah, it's a lot more spicy than it was neat. Yeah. So I think, would you then pair it a lot more with the citrus... Garnish. to balance that out again i think so i think yeah maybe orange or
1: lemon or you could go you know really or both or both exactly or <laughs> you could go like the whole other way and add something really fresh to it then you could add cucumber or something that might be quite nice
0: oh yeah yeah um, I love a bit of cucumber and pepper
1: yeah
0: nice that would be good
1: but i think this is just going to work in all your classic cocktails right so your negronis your martinis it's going to be very at home in in both of those. Although, actually, I wonder if something, as I say, going like really bright, kind of cucumbery and things like that, you could go for mint and make a south side.
0: Ooh.
1: So, a south side is kind of like a gin mojito, but it's served up like a daiquiri. <sighs> so, you don't add the soda. Oh, yeah, it's really good. So, mint, sugar syrup, uh, gin, uh, li- uh, yeah, lime juice, and then shake it all up. Oh. It's lovely. <gasps> And then you can, you can if you want, make it a Southside Royale.
0: Oh, what makes a Royale then? Well, champagne
1: or Prosecco every time.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, Champagne, if you're feeling nice. really fancy. But Prosecco would also work.
0: <laughs> yeah, something with bubbles. Exactly. Everything's better with bubbles. That sounds gorgeous. Everything is better with bubbles. Yeah, I would like that. In fact, I'd like that now. I think Southside Royale. But I also just think I could easily drink through the rest of the bottle as simple gin and tonic. I think so. Really easy drink. Yeah. Really pretty um, botanical bottle as well. It's an easy one on the shelf because it's so tall. (laughs) You know, with last week with the Physic, which was this tiny little funny misshapen bottle. And this week with a brecon which is just really really tall easy to spot on the shelf
1: well my house we have the ikea shelves that everybody has um with you know the big white unit and uh, that won't fit in my little cubby Um, so it has to sit on the top therefore it's always uh, you know king of the gins
0: so it just has to be out on the counter and drunk regularly exactly what a shame (laughs) Oh, what a shame! Nice. What I've enjoyed that really easy. I really want to go and make. What was it again? The Mojito type thing. Southside, and then a Royale. If you want to make it with extra bubbles, but you serve it up. You
1: don't serve it on. You know, with ice. You do all the shaking. Nice. Put it in your martini glass. Okay. Add the bubbles if you want. It is a great cocktail to have up your sleeve. It's freaking delicious.
0: Oh, I'm definitely having that, but I'm not going to put it on my sleeve. I'm going to put it in my hand, and then I'm going to drink it all the way down. That's probably a better nice. idea. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. And next week, I think we may bring things back to everyday gins. Mm. Everyday gins that we may see, you know, easy, easy reach. Okay. Maybe not appreciate it as much as we should. Possibly. That's what I find with everyday yeah. gins.
1: They're everyday for a reason and people forget. Well,
0: so, well, we'll see. Exactly. Let's see what you've got for Well, we'll me. see. We'll see. We'll, we'll taste it and see. <laughs> so next week, I'll see you then. I'm excited. See you then. Bye. Bye. So there you go. That was this week's gin. And if you haven't listened to the topic that we paired with the gin, then why don't you do that now with the rest of your glass? And if you want to share what you're pairing your gin with and what you're going to do with the rest of your bottle, then join us on social media at Topic Gin. And of course, listen again next week for another topic and quite a few more gins. <laughs> See you then. Cheers.